This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. Welcome to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. I'm Manisha Pandey. And today we will talk about what all Manisha... First of all, we're doing uh, the 54th episode, if I'm not wrong, of the awful and the awesome entertainment rap. We've been off uh, line for the last, I think, three months. months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, three months. Um, we would like to restart this as we had promised. Right now, we'll have to do with me and Manisha. <laughs> <laughs> Going forward, we will get two people, at least one person dedicated to this and one person rotating. Maybe we'll get, uh, you know, Raj Shri, she'll, she'll do one, every alternate one. But until then, because we had promised, and a promise is a promise, uh, that we will be back this week with the Awful and Awesome Internet Wrap. Here we are. It may not be as exhaustive as you'd like, but... Because we want to restart it, we will make it as rich as it was and hopefully even better. So Manisha, what all are we going to speak about? The Golden Globe ceremony that happened today. Yes. And this was the first ceremony after the sexual harassment scandal hit Hollywood. The first big major ceremony. You had actresses come out wearing all black hmm. in protest. Uh, great stirring speeches, including Oprah Winfrey. I'm sure a lot of people would have heard that. Yeah. And uh, women dominated the scene this time. Yeah, I a saw lot of that, speeches that by hall women. was full yeah. of women. Not that I was there, but I saw it on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, the guy who was uh, comparing it, I forget his name. Should I Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers. He started off saying something like, uh, yeah. the remaining men, hello ladies and the remaining men or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I, I, I love the, the joke he started with. He said that uh, they wanted a woman, uh, something effect, to the effect of, there's never a woman comp here. So, they wanted a woman to host this event and they told her that, it's going to be an event where a whole bunch of men are going to judge you and it's going to be in a hotel. <laughs> and to cut a long story short, I'm your compere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it was... Hmm. That's, I think, what's um, remarkable about the Western entertainment world. Hmm. For all its flaws, they can really stand together and kick ass when required. Yeah. I mean, just to give our audience the perspective of what it's like to trash Weinstein. How do you pronounce his name? Weinstein. Weinstein the way they do it's equivalent to trashing maybe a a Yash Chopra yeah yeah maybe an Aditya Chopra who's currently very powerful that's a a power level now can you imagine anyone having the guts to do that here it's out of the question yeah absolutely we'll also talk about Star Wars their latest film The Last Jedi which I watched and you did too I also watched it we will have our in-house animation and graphic head Anish talk about it because he's a real Star Wars geek. So basically this one we'll have all the people in News Laundry <laughs> contribute, <laughs> chipping in because we obviously aren't enough, Manisha and I. But we're back and we will get more and we will talk about... Um, the Insignificant Man. Yes, a documentary. It's not that new but because we haven't been online for a while, we figured since we've all watched it, yeah. we'll talk about that and I'm sure we'll And it's out on YouTube now so you all can watch it. Let's start uh, start with the Golden Globes. What, you know, honestly, I have this list in front of me of the Golden Globes of who won what. Hmm. And there's the big winners, uh, like something called Big Little Lies won a lot of things. Yeah. I've never Three heard of billboards it. outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, that won the best uh, for drama, motion uh, picture for drama. Th- th- uh, then this, the, the Shape of Water. Like, Three billboards outside Missouri. You've seen this? What is I've it? I've seen the trailer. It looks really exciting. It's, it's a like movie. a noir. It's about a mother hmm. whose daughter was raped and killed. And she, uh, how do you say it? She bought three billboards outside this town. 
to advertise the fact that her daughter has been killed and nobody's found yet. And then it's basically her, her seeking revenge. So it's a really, I haven't watched it, but the trailer looks quite it's amazing. It's a true story? No, it's not a true story. It's a noir drama, uh, black comedy sort of a thing. I see. I don't think it's a true story though. Not I, that I read. Yeah. And Big Little Lies is a series. Yeah, Big Little Lies is a series. The Handmaid's Tale is also quite a popular series, which is based on Margaret Atwood's uh, book, uh, so uh, it won the best uh, series drama and the best actress also in the television category. So what you watch Lady Birds because I haven't watched any of these things. I've never even heard of them. So, so I haven't watched Lady, Lady Bird, but okay. Lady Bird won the best motion picture and also the best actress yeah, in a motion picture. A musical and com- or yeah. comedy. Hmm. And it's uh, the directorial, directorial debut of one of my favorite actresses, Greta Gerwig. Hmm. Uh, the story is really what like... What she acted in? She's acted in all these indie sort of movies. Okay. Uh, uh, Frances Ha is one of her very famous movies and she's like this uh, really awkward gawky really uh, awkward sort of an actress okay and she does a lot of physical comedy also hmm. and so and her movies are all alternate kind of it's like it's more European than American right what I mean um, and she's really spunky and fun and this movie is about this coming of age of her teenage daughter and her relationship with her mother I've seen the trailers I've really eagerly awaited I don't know if it'll have a theatrical release in India but at least he'll be out on uh, some Netflix or something. Okay, I had something to share about Indian cinema uh, in the context of Teen Deviya by Devanand, but I'll just come to that a little <laughs> later. But I just want to speak about the speech. The only hmm. bit of this award ceremony that I really watched was... Uh, Oprah's speech. Oprah's speech. Before I get into that, uh, sh- why she was there was because she got the Golden Globe Cecil B. Demille Award. I hmm. think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Cecil. Sure. And she's the first black woman to get to this get award. It. And her speech is all about the first time she watched a black man get it, which was Sidney Poitier. Yeah. And for those of you like me who are wondering who is this award named after, I checked it out online. It's an honorary Golden Globe Award, which is basically uh, issued by the Hollywood Foreign Press. And it's just overall for the outstanding contribution to the world of entertainment. And the first recipient of that was Cecil B. DeMille. That's who it's named after, uh, Cecil B. DeMille. Now... The speech was spectacular. Hmm. I mean, and the fact is that she wasn't reading it off anything, no. right? So obviously Oprah's a star because she is so eloquent and just so amazing. She can just talk. Yeah, I have. I am actually a big Oprah fan. I've grown up watching all her talk shows, <laughs> hmm. along with along with Santa Barbara up. and Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, no, she's just she's one of the most authentic talk show hosts. I think, like at least, like. She would talk, and she uh, she's been abused. Huh? She's been sexually abused yeah. uh, from the age of nine by her relatives, like her uncle. I think one of her cousins, and she did a show. I remember very clearly on sexual abuse as children, and she talked about how she couldn't come out of it and how there was a lot of guilt and what happens in relationships. I mean, in prolonged sexual abuse, uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of a dynamic between the abused and the abusee is that there's a sort of a weird sort of relationship that forms what happened with her, that you just get used to it and you Mm. feel guilty for not coming out. And she did this spectacular show where she talked about her life. She she had, of course, other people who had suffered also on the panel, but like her honesty was just amazing. And that's what she really, I don't know if it's an act because I'm sure like her stature and her... Yeah, at one level, I I guess. I must say there's a craft to it. It's not not an an act, act, it's a performance. Yeah, there must be a craft to it, let's just say. Like there has to be a There's an authenticity to it, but it's an authentic performance. But But yeah, the speech was just outstanding. And and yeah, goosebumps level speech. And uh, you know the way she, exactly. I mean, the thing is that 
it really comes from a space where she's lived it and she's talking about like she means it it's not something superficial at all no i'm just wondering this whole me too i mean there was this one particular line where everyone got up and started applauding where she said and maybe this we yeah. may never have to say me so too. no woman no one would ever have to say have me to too say again me too yeah, again she and ends i think she that. ended that everyone got up and started clapping new day is on the horizon and when that new day finally dawns it will be because of a lot of magnificent women many of whom are right here in this room tonight and some pretty phenomenal men fighting hard to make sure that they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say me too again now all that's all very good but you really think this is the end of the dominance of the male not the end but i think beginning of the end maybe hope so i mean at least that uh, it's a it's a huge step ahead for someone like weinstein to have been brought down and a story that you know a lot of them pointed out that this is a story by women written by women hmm. like women are talking about their stories like okay now here's why i'm a little cynical about this uh, why it may not go how it should because pop culture determines our attitudes right so while there has been this event and let's face it this me too is an event i don't think it is a story it is an event which has a beginning and has an end um mm. in the morning i you know fluck, i i just switch channels between nba cuz the playoffs are happening right now and news and between breaks there's still those cheerleaders performing shaking their booties in front of camera uh, which is their role in i think the third richest league in the world uh, that's what they do uh, they wear short skirts you know they basically just titillate you with the dance and that that's acknowledged that is what they do um mm. and i was also listening to this song which is uh, from teen devia which brings me to devanand <laughs> and here's where we want all you listeners to chip in because you want to do a show where we uh, want to demonstrate how popular culture especially cinema kind of reinforces certain stereotypes now teen devia is a f- beautiful film one of my favorites starring uh, devanand uh, nanda uh, and simi grewal and kalpana and that has a song aise to na dekho ke humko nasha ho jaye and then says khoobsurat si koi humse khata ho jaye don't look at me like that because you're asking for it and then the line is tum hame roko phir bhi hum na ruke you say no i say fuck off <laughs> basically <laughs> the point is obviously mohammad rafi and whoever sang the song and whoever wrote the song hadn't heard of the no means no tum hame roko phir bhi hum na ruke tum kaho kafir देखो 
such an innocent sweet song with nanda and devanand but you listen to the lyrics it doesn't even have the concept of what is consent how many indian songs do you think are like this till today so many indian love stories also in fact the other day i don't know for what joy i was watching that song akeli na bazar jaya karo ajay devgan and sonali bendre and that song is just him harassing her like he's just harassing this woman see Ajay Devgan <laughs> is harassing the world by being in it. <laughs> no, but back then it was a very popular song that everyone, you know, like heard and whatever liked. And I was just like, what is this song, yeah? This is just. But you're talking. About, I'm talking about you know the <laughs> age of benign. gentlemen and ladies like Nanda and Deva, and even there they had lyrics like "Tum hume roko, phir bhi hum na roke." So here's what I want you to do, listeners. We want to compile songs and have a commentary with. We'll speak to some prominent lyricists and people from the world of showbiz. Send us songs which you think don't acknowledge that there is something called consent, and let's scrutinize Indian film songs through the gender lens. I think it'll be a really good exercise. Yeah. So send us songs. You can tweet to us. Uh, Manisha is at. Uh, contact at newslaundry dot com or send it to Manisha at newslaundry dot com. Manisha at newslaundry dot com or just you can tweet to us um, or you can send. It. But do put in the subject line awful and awesome. Those of you who are writing it for Hafta, please write Hafta in the subject line. Those who are writing it for awful and awesome, please write awful and awesome because our one nanny si jaan hai bechari jo saari mails dekhti hai and she has to sort out all these. And much as we love all of you to write, please write more. We'll get more people to go through them. But it'll just make her life a little easier in sorting the mails out. So that'll be great fun. Yeah, th- I think Do that it. should be interesting. Yeah. So let's move forward to um, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. For which we need Anish. Yes. So Anish is the head of our design. Hi, Anish. Hello. Tell us a bit about yourself. I. Do the illustrations here. <laughs> the no, in lovely. life, not not in news laundry. Where, what, how old are you? Where are you from? Why do you like Star Wars? Uh, I'm 30. I will be turning 30 this Jan. Uh, I mean, this month. And um, I've been in news laundry for the past uh, nine months or ten months. Almost about to complete a year and get a cake. Wow! <laughs> It's gonna be a year. Now, why are you a Star News nerd? Star Sorry, Wars. Star Wars nerd. <laughs> well, I've. Watch them like from the beginning. I have a lot of Star Wars uh, comic books as well at home, um, which are not from the film but are canon as well. Like uh, in the sense, they are part of the same universe but happen in between the films. I've been watching them for the longest time, and um, as a kid, I remember after I watched the first three films, uh, one of my uh, biggest fe- fears was uh, to not die before the next three came out. Because I knew they were coming out. So <laughs> now the last one. I I watched the last Jedi. Manisha, what did you think of it? By the I way? loved it, but I only I watched Star Wars the whatever the first few movies only last year. So I don't like nothing oh. about Star Wars. Okay, so I just I, like like a movie. Like I'm the only generation no where which the original Star Wars was a part of our entire thing. Yeah, basically Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and the Jedi. It was the biggest thing when I was in school. So um of course the three prequels are shit all three were terrible there are different opinions a lot of people like the prequels as well but still yeah i mean like comparatively to the first ones even i think they weren't as good but i still find them quite enjoyable to watch i like watching them a lot now this last one the last jedi which kind of luke skywalker is gone he's done he yoda also chokes up and does his little thing uh I personally didn't think it was as good as um 
you know a new hope and and even run the jedi what has been the your generations view on it anish well the first of all uh, they're not gone i mean like luke skywalker is dead uh, but what has happened to him is he's become a force ghost now Mm. So uh, <laughs> there is a chance that he will be coming uh, in the next films as well, just like Yoda oh, came back, like a force, yeah, like a force ghost. Mm-hmm. He's like he's become a part of the force, so he is definitely going to be coming back in the next film. Uh, Basically, like in Sazvi, Kavi Bahu, Mihir dies, then <laughs> Tulsi dies, then, मतलब वो फिर भूत बन के चुड़ैल बन के आ जाते हैं मतलब that type of thing. All I'm saying is this is not the end of Luke Skywalker, like. Uh, So uh, from what I've seen is uh, opinion on this film is divided in half. Half of the population loves the film, half of it hates it. A lot And of why it, do they hate it? Like what what are the criticism against it? Uh like uh, a lot of people complain that the vision of Ryan Johnson, the director of the Last Jedi, isn't what the original films were meant to be. I agree it it has a very different soul I I definitely think so that is something that even Mark Hamill the actor who played uh, uh, Luke Skywalker uh, has brought up over and over again uh, while he was shooting for the film like he has always said that this version of Luke is not my Luke uh because Why? of because he's shown to like because he, be capable of killing because uh Luke is supposed to be good like he cannot even have something and an, an <laughs> evil thought that pops up that's what a lot of people said he also isn't someone who is supposed to run away from his problems like he did uh yeah it was very out of character i i completely so, so get I don't it. Have also the baggage of also the previous he, film so i found yeah, he <laughs> also doesn't Luke can't look intense you know he wasn't con- he, you could tell he isn't convinced in his own character like when he was looking intense and he's supposed to walk like you know shahanshah walking in You could make out that he's not convinced. I'm not Shahensha. I can't walk in and change the narrative. That that's not Luke. I, I Actually, agree. Actually, the original Luke was goofy, right? He was more goofy than intense. But the- this does have parallels from the previous film. Like the the new films have a lot of parallels from the original three films as well. And um, like I mean, like a lot of people complain that uh, Luke shouldn't can't have run away. He's too much of a hero to do that. But if you look back, Yoda ran away as well. Obi Wan ran away as well after failing, and after the Empire uh, came up and the Old Republic had gone down. But sorry, Obi Wan didn't run away. Obi, like Ben Kenobi, had a plan in the sense that he knew he would train the next Jedi. That's the Return of Jedi, and then and he purposely made sure Darth Vader killed him in front of Luke because that would kind of, you know, egg him on. he had a plan he was training this guy to become a jedi he knew he'd become a jedi and he'd pass the mantle on to him to fight here luke had no plan he said fuck off all of you can die and then later he said what i'm saying is it wasn't the same yoda and ben kenobi were training another generation of jedi and then they knew that these guys will take on the empire here there wasn't any fair point of course another reason why people don't like the film is because uh, of uh, equality <laughs> uh, so in the old films uh, all the good guys were like uh, white men oh, okay. like the main powerful characters were white men and now uh, there is um, in the new films uh, the uh, 
the protagonist are uh, is a woman the f- main protagonist is a woman mm-hmm. uh, then you have a black male lead and hispanic male lead and they've introduced another character who's a young asian of uh, yeah. young asian woman but people have Rose. a problem with this isn't that they great they have a problem with this because they're like now um, they have a problem with this because now they're like you're going against white people in That's fact it's oh, white people yeah, matter but, but, but I, this was this was much discussed when the f- uh, you know the first in this series came out because they also have names that are uh, that are gender neutral like you know like ray it's ray f- solo yeah that uh, means like finn where, uh, no, finn sorry. finn and ray they are gender neutral names so if you don't see the character you don't know it's a guy po, or girl po as well po as well exactly so that is one of the uh, they had actually planned it like that and i think that's that's really good because now the star wars is not your right it's not all white men uh, it's a- and the white man is a villain Exactly. General yeah, Hux is a villain. villain uh, Kylo Ren is, Ren a, is villain. a villain. Yeah. Right. So, so I think that's. But that's. I think that is where, even in pop culture, there is a certain progressiveness in Hollywood that that we lack. Which is something that people are against. Like a lot of the fans. Some are, are but lot, some fans. But that is like a, 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 what's that? A Pierce Morgan, that idiot who's a anchor who I say is like, if so, he'll say it had a brain. He'd be Pierce Morgan who has a TV show. He like you know now they want James Bond to be a black man. It, uh, that Idris Elba. Idris Elba should be James Bond. Uh, he says right next you'll want it to be a woman. He basically has a problem. He says you're changing the whole concept. So, so uh, the reason a lot of people uh, are hating on this is not because they're trying to be progressive, but a lot of uh, previous franchises have been uh, sort of destroyed. by trying to be more progressive at the sake of your for the sake no, of political for, correctness yeah like uh, ghostbusters although i really enjoyed the film but a lot of fil- people thought that a lot of people thought that the film wasn't as good as it could have been just because you're trying to make it an all female cast hmm. huh so now you've lost the film and uh, i think the same thing is going to ha- happen with oceans 11 as well I think okay. they're doing a all female version of the film and Oce- I think it's called Ocean 7 or Ocean 8 I'm not really uh, sure but uh, that is also meeting up with a lot of backlash uh, from uh, from men on the internet. Hmm. It's an all female thing no Ocean 11 I I would I'm pretty excited about that with Sandra Bullock and, and a lot of people and, that'd be uh, fun. Yeah, it should be uh, Anne Hathaway is there I think uh, yeah. as well. So uh, it should be fun. I mean Kate I Blanchett personally also. I enjoyed uh ghostbusters uh, the female uh, ghostbusters as well uh, i thought some of the jokes were nice, but yeah, it, it didn't quite uh, do well I, the trick is i guess to do it subtly like to introduce each like solo and fin like the name changes how, how do you do it subtly how do you make all men women sound like this no, <laughs> they, but, they're like no but how like, real <laughs> you know casually like gambling along and and no, it's like oops my penis fell off i'm a woman yeah. no but the script has to be i mean that has to be somehow incidental also when you're watching it like okay it's all women's but it's a great story it's a great cast it's a great like script two more things actually uh, one of the biggest issues about star wars that a lot of fans hated was the superman or a lot of people call it the mary poppins scene with princess leia Oh the Mary Poppins scene uh-huh. where she uh, uses the force to actually save herself mm-hmm. when uh, she has never been shown to actually use the force uh, so people had an issue with that a lot of people actually had theories that uh, people like Han Solo uh, and Princess Leia were force sensitive in the sense that they did have uh, some sort of connection to the force but it, ne- it 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 had never 
you know, shown itself in, in this way. The other major uh, issue a lot of people had was the fact that a lot of loose ends from the previous film have been tied up very hurriedly. hurriedly. Mm. That is also because the writer changed. I mean, like, the, the, the first film of the series was directed and written by... Uh, J.J. Abrams, then Ryan Johnson came along. So a lot of important questions like who Snoke actually is, what is his origin, um, who are Ray's parents. Satisfactory answers for those have not been given out, which has left a lot of fans feeling really angry. You're right, there's an inconsistency with the earlier when uh, Ray goes into that cave and she gets flashbacks of the Force. So one assumes that she's somehow connected to... One of her flashbacks, one of her flashbacks was seeing a spaceship go away, I, I think. And uh, in this new film, uh, Kylo Ren tells... Um, Tells her that your parents were just scavengers. They were nobodies. Yeah, even I was surprised with that. And I even I felt that they're just doing a quick fix to this because they don't want, again, more political characters. They don't want that she has to be the daughter of, you know, somehow connected to Princess Leia or a prince. She's just nobody who becomes a Jedi, which is a great political message. That you don't have mm. to be the son or daughter of the king or the prince or the princess to become a Jedi. But, yeah, obviously they changed that plan midway because... If if this was the plan, why did she have those flashbacks in the earlier one? Yeah. Uh, the last thing, uh, people have been waiting to see Luke Skywalker in action for the longest time. Uh, ever since the... When was the last film of the original trilogy released? Probably 1984. I think I was in class 4 or 5. 83 or 84. So ever since then, people have been waiting to see Luke Skywalker in action. And then when... And, you, you know, because you fantasize about... Uh, lightsabers and dueling and stuff and when the time does come there is no fantastic duel a lot of people were left uh, very angered by the fact that they, I mean we did get a very good lightsaber duel and fight scene uh, when Kylo Ren and Rey uh, they get together and fight the Knights of uh, Knights of Ren I think that's what they're called and but in the end I think we were all waiting to see Kylo and Luke. Luke fight it out, duke it out, but that didn't happen. So that left a lot of people disappointed as well. But I was ultimately, I, I, I personally <laughs> I like enjoyed it, the yeah. film a lot. But I don't have the baggage of a fan. Like, I just <laughs> like it because it's a nice movie, good effects, I whatever. personally enjoyed the film as well, but this has left a lot of people disappointed. <laughs> I also liked it, but I was underwhelmed. I was mm. expecting more. But thanks, Anish. Very, very Thank informative. You. Thank you. Thank you can go back to drawing. I'll go back and make some illustrations now. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. Now, um, Manisha, uh, I have a couple of ads I want to discuss, but before mm. that, what is it that you want to discuss? Any Insignificant Man? Okay. We can discuss that because I only watched it. I know it's been released for the theatrical release was last month, I think. Hmm. But it came out on YouTube sometime early this month hmm. or late last month. Uh, I personally loved the film. Hmm. I think what was great, what really struck me as a film about uh, the insignificant man was that there was no, there was no narrator. You know, there was no one, no voiceover. Yeah, like, a, no. like a pure so documentary. Really f- yeah, mm. but no, but a lot of documentaries use a narrator yeah, or a script or, you know, something mm. written. This just flowed like scene after scene after scene like a movie. Mm. And without like, there was no need to explain, possibly because... Those of us familiar with Ahmadmi Party's trajectory didn't need it. I don't know how a foreign audience would react to it, or someone who's not aware I of up. They, they got it. I think, but it was really like the stitching of the scenes was just fantastic. Uh, I think it was very well made. Um, yeah, full disclosure, Vinay and Khushbu um, 
when they were making the film um, i spent a lot of time with them because at that time i was associated with the india against corruption movement because they'd come and started shooting back then uh, so i think it's a fantastic film i think as filmmakers they have cracked the entire you have to get conflict no film is effective without conflict mm-hmm. and in the yogi uh, yogi adinath bol raha tha main yogendra <laughs> yadav yogendra yadav uh, and uh, arvind they've got that pat but i do think in interest of creating a tight narrative they have compromised on accuracy really because if someone who doesn't know the movement were to see it they would think that yogendra yadav was as important a character in the whole this thing as say a manish or an arvind or many people who weren't even there like durgesh or ashish talwar you know these people are the ones Absolutely. who made the party so if someone were to see it they say oh these are the two main guys whereas the fact is that yogendra was about as main to the party as shazia almi was so really yeah because even when i watched it i thought i was thinking like why did they let him go like he was just you know the places where he discussing the budget ways you know basically making policy or coming on television to support the party's view he came across as like a very important essential part of the party yeah i mean, I, I, yeah, i thought that was were, it did make him look good and larger than no, more I mean, important I, I don't I don't know. good or bad i think it made both look good i mean the cinema i watched it in all the um, people even who didn't like arvind went out saying wow that was quite a battle because it does show him you know david yeah. was goliath but i think like it was inevitable that you would put you'd structure the film as an arvind versus yogendra film hmm. but you could put a couple of scenes in to just for accuracy to tell the people that, that they are not at power, par in their importance at the party you know you could have uh, a, a sequence of how someone like an ashish talwar or a um actually manish so they hardly got any uh, he yeah. didn't get much i mean no durgesh the guys who actually who run the elections on the ground in the slums that's what wins the election yeah absolutely it's not tv studios i mean much as we'd mm-hmm. like had they just put that sequence in then f- as an audience you know that's where the party is actually s- that strength is and these guys are marginal players and then you can carry on with the narrative it'll still be as compelling mm. i thought that is a weakness in the film yeah but uh, the budget uh, the policy formulation on water and electricity the, them saying that this is going to be our agenda wasn't that yogendra yadav's kind of the movie comes who, out like that was his sort there of there were many people in fact uh, economists like arun kumar who were advising them they were taking advice from everywhere from mm. all sorts of people so like you said the film shows as if you know drawing room bedke yogendra yadav ne unka pura manifest it was not that <laughs> it looked like but the best scenes i thought was when shila dikshit goes in to file her nominations and she's talking to someone like a typical nice south delhi auntie she's telling the person next to her that you know there was a cartoon today in the paper and they show uh, you know they ask arvind kejriwal what do you stand for and he responds i am standing for election that's what i stand for and then she's kikiki laughing it's like complete like it is such a turn around and i think the fact that he won the election is what makes the movie so great yeah. because you see how he was just dissed by everyone and made fun of hmm. and then he comes out <coughs> a winner Yeah so I think it's a it's a great film do watch it um now I just want to discuss an ad mm. now there is ad campaign for google maps 5 minute means 5 minute okay, I, think, i haven't seen that oh man it is just amazing it has great ads i think after a long time i really blown away by a campaign it's obviously really expensive it's big budget i it's, like google ads usually they did that partition ad also with india and that wasn't an ad that was a documentary film was your 8 minute ad it was so cute na? no that 
it was an ad it was a nice it was a nice long ad wala tradition wala ad it was more digital it, it, it was a viral video which you call viral video <laughs> banayenge by ad i mean 20 second mein apni Haan. story batao kahani batao aur nikal jao hmm. in that the google uh, so you should check out those ads it's really funny especially the one about um varmala ka hai varmala ka hai it's it's so indian and i think it's ironic uh, and this is where again i think it's a commitment to research like when coke came into india thanda matlab coca cola or yana da tashan you remember that you know when they come to india they make such an indian ad hmm. that even indians don't make such an indian ad and that is what is heartbreaking like the the indianness of india that the whether it is an airport pilot being aircraft pilot being late whether it's the varmala ni aayi sari shaadi mandap taiyar ho raha hai लोग वो कहाँ है जी पांच मिनट पांच मिनट वर्माला कहाँ है पांच मिनट पहुंच रहे पांच मिनट कहाँ है वर्माला फटक बंद हो रहा है फटक बंद हो रहा है ससुराल खुद ही चला लो खुलेगा हेलो आंटी वर्माला कब लाएगा भाई हाँ बस पहुँच पांच मिनट पहुँच चलो पांच मिनट को पांच मिनट ही बनाते हैं लेट्स बी ऑन टाइम विद गूगल मैपी जी पेमेंट पांच मिनट रियली शोज दैट वेन दे वॉन्ट टू क्रैक अ मार्केट दे अंडरस्टैंड It's but it's Indian ad agencies doing this for of them. Of course, right? but what yeah. I'm saying is that the product is not Indian, and what I'm trying to say is that when you really want to capture a market, when economics is at play, you appropriate them culturally first, and therefore you get into their culture. Hmm. It's a bit like the K-pop. I've discussed this in a podcast earlier. That this entire uh, what was that Korean guy that danced at ridiculous step used to do that Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Hmm. It wasn't a fluke. The government has spent millions and millions of dollars. trying to make korean pop a worldwide phenomena because mm. they realized what made america the destination of aspiration for millions across the world was their cultural export not mm. their mm. apple or anything mm. so even when they want to really get into a country into the market they really crack your cultural you know nuances and i think that's what all these ad campaigns show So anyway so do write in uh, we will come next week again uh, ideally the format of the awful and awesome is going to be uh, that there will be one we'll figure out who that is me or somebody else permanent host and the co-host will keep alternating Revolving. between like one or two people right yeah so um Write in to us uh, at contact at news laundry and tell us exactly what you want to talk about the film Padmavat is being released on 25th of Jan. Oh my god. It's out. Not yet, but it will be. It's going to uh, be out. Unless the Karnisana beats up anyone watching it's gonna it. It's going to be shitty. I don't like Sanjeeva Bansali movies. Not do I, but you have to watch it. But them. you'll watch it with Deepika Padukone. Dude, I'll watch like I'll watch anything with Deepika Padukone. <laughs> I I sat through that like Raslila Ramlila Kaan Mila whatever it was. I'll watch it for Ranveer. The dumbest film on earth, Raslila <laughs> or Ramlila. This guy is the daftest actor with He's not. He's like only the hottest most talented actor in Bollywood. Talented. Of course okay. he's super talented. Kya accent tha uska Bajirao mein? Can you do a Marathi accent like that? Every every sure Maharashtrian listening to this is going to beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think he is like immensely watchable that's the thing about him he's like i think after shahrukh khan he's the most watchable person on screen really yeah wow i never heard that about him theek hai if you say so <laughs> but yeah i I'll, i'll even watch i'll even watch an akshay kumar film if if deepak was in it otherwise i i've not been able to sit through an akshay kumar film in my life except patiala house one yeah akshay kumar neither he's the like. worst mm. in the world nothing even comes close <laughs> ajay dev 
Ajay Devgan no, not as bad. He had his days though. Like, see, the thing is, Ajay Devgan, when he, you know, when when a Vishal Bhardwaj directs him in an Onkar yeah, or something, Onkara, of course, yeah. then you can yeah. watch him. But the thing about uh, Akshay Kumar is that even if like Satyajit Ray was to direct him, you'd still say sorry, Satyu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, na ho paega. <laughs> So on that note do write into us tell us what you like us to watch what you like us to cover we're back the awful and awesome will continue from now on andhiya tufan i sar katya mundiyude someone is going to be here hosting it in all likelihood me so thank you uh, do subscribe to news laundry pay us some more money so that we can hire a full time person who can do justice to this podcast and uh, we can focus on the hafta um yes. but you know But yeah, whatever you guys want. But you really need to support us in order to do that because we don't rely on ads. We rely on you. On that note, thank you, Miss Pandey. Thank you, Mr. Sekri. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel